Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution with only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on SiriusXM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Happy Wednesday, kings and queens. I go by the name of DJ Focus. It's your girl Dice Gamble in the building. <laughs> praise God, praise God, you're I, I in the building. Listen, listen. I was just listening. I'm like, yes, the show is on. In my mind, I'm listening to the show right now. <laughs> Bless your life. You listen. You are a part of the show. I, I know. Thank you I was just, for joining me today. <laughs> I was excited about. it. I was literally like, ooh, it's time. But yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> how was your How was your Tuesday uh, evening? Man, it was good. It was good. You know, just trying to catch up from Monday. You know, you get a little bit older, do too much. You got to take naps. So, uh, Listen, I'm good. Naps, naps are for the Lord. When you pass that- 40, <laughs> naps are from the Lord. I, I call it, I call them power naps. I get these little 20 minute windows. Oh yeah. I'm like, how do you just do that? I, listen, I have it down to a science. Come on I now. I can get you about 18 to 22 minutes and I can get up like I didn't had a whole pot of coffee. Okay. <laughs> That's good stuff. I do too. Yeah, man. So what are we getting into today? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we got a lot to talk about. You know, we, 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 you know, we got a lot to talk about. A lot today. to talk about. A lot to talk about today. Um, we, we were grateful for, you know, the Tuesday show. Tuesday show was hot you know but you know this one's gonna spice up a little bit today uh we, we might uh ruffle a little feathers uh i will give you the disclaimer first firsthand we are in no form for fashion um discriminating or you know throwing any hatred towards uh mm-hmm. the conversation we're gonna have today so don't mm-hmm. don't be emailing us don't be dming me and dice mm-hmm. talking you know talking sideways no no yeah. we, we, we're just gonna give uh speak our truth of course we're gonna uh, speak biblical truth first let's, let's be real we're gonna biblical. speak biblical truth first because it's all god and you know we're gonna you know share our thoughts so today's topic uh this is june 1st and um us as believers know that um <laughs> this is also uh the first day of pride month um we know this is a very touchy touchy subject within the christian faith um we know it's been there for a long time this is nothing that's happening up under the sun we know the the whole rights and the whole month to be celebrated if you choose to uh walk within the lgbtq plus family you know it's it's a whole 
it's a whole experience. That's what that's what I'm gonna call it. I feel like it's a whole experience, Dice, because yeah. they have so many things now that they have put in place. Um, we're gonna talk about the rights. We're gonna talk about you know what's a Christian's response uh, to uh, Pride Month. And you know, listen, we ain't gonna run away from it. We know mm. us as believers, we have people who you know still agree with this lifestyle who co-labor with us every Sunday, every Wednesday in the church with us. So yeah, yeah we gonna run away from it. It's, it's a real conversation we need to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited, uh, you know, for Dice and I to uh, you know talk about this. Yeah. Um, we can't wait to uh we can start uh, having people call in dice I, when we start having people call in that's when it's really gonna be like wow because mm-hmm. i really i really would want to get some um you know have some people you know kind of talk about it a little bit but you know sure. we know we have plenty of people listening right now uh we're gonna work on getting that call in number for y'all so mm-hmm. y'all can call in and talk about it but yes we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about a christian's response to uh pride month that's our real talk topic all right and you're gonna be very surprised i think yeah. Uh, you know what Dice and I uh, bring to the table yeah, you're going to be very surprised I think you're going to be in for you know something that's going to bless you so mm-hmm. I-, I ask everybody just to be a heart with ears uh, let me say it again I ask for everybody to be a heart with ears mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're going to mm-hmm. we're going to show that same love back so I-, I say that to say I'm not asking you to do anything that we're not going to do too as well <laughs> mm-hmm. that's right yeah, yeah. So let's 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 be very clear. We need to talk about this. Listen, we got another uh, you know hot interview for y'all too as well. And listen, mm-hmm. y'all just want to keep it locked. We got a lot of new music coming on. And come on, listen, it's a whole situation here at the fix. Uh, shouts out. You listen, I got to give a shout out before we get into this music to Trig, the general. I, I call him the general, man. Trig, man. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing right here on SiriusXM is mm-hmm. is historic. And uh, shouts out to all the shows, uh, not just the fix, but every show that's on this station. I really, really, really wholeheartedly, I'm not just saying it being biased. I really believe that we're being a blessing. Um, everybody brings something different to the table and we can touch every single topic uh, that you might think that we, you know, needs to be discussed. We're mm-hmm. touching it. All the music that's being played 24 seven on this station. We have an artist that can, that can really uh, give you any artist that's on the mainstream, we can mm-hmm. give you one that's somewhat comparison on this Christian hip hop side. And listen, For sure. I, I ain't gonna hold you. My my my, my co-host, I, I keep telling <laughs> you, she on she on hey. the shelf, but she about to hey. come out hot in I'm a minute, off. man. Y'all keep coming, y'all keep sleeping on her. And, and listen, you, you know how raw these topics is here. She talking about. So what you think these bars gonna be? Come on now, <laughs> Girl, I've been waiting on my moment. Listen, the Lord has set y'all up. Y'all been set up to get this fire. I'm excited. But I'm you know, I'm, as well. I'm patient in, in God's time, so I'm just I'm just waiting. But it's almost time. Yeah, it's been time. You long overdue. You about two years overdue. <laughs> about two. You right. You right. Yeah, you about two years overdue. Right, I, I know you right, got so right. much uh, <laughs> stuff on ink over there on them pads. I mean, Man, them, them verses know. ridiculous. Yeah. I told her already. She should just drop a. She should drop one of each. She should drop a mixtape, an EP, and an album. That's how much Ooh. content you got over there. You right. You right. Just kill the game. Just kill it. Within a year, just drop a mixtape, EP, and an album. All within might, a year. I might just do it in a month. It's 30, 30 days of heat. So listen, if you drop a mixtape, an EP, and an album in a month, yeah, it'd be awesome. that's history. No no one's ever done that in, in any genre of music. Let me take you, Let me write that down real quick. It could, please, 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 because you listen, you, you do that. I'm telling you, the bar is gonna be set real high. Jeez, <laughs> you gonna you, you sure you gonna you sure you sure you gonna be able to uh, get up early in the morning with me and record? Still, listen, you gonna be uh, 24/7 in the studio. We don't even sleep. 
What are we talking about? We do not sleep on this show. We we always say, yeah, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see y'all tomorrow at 6 because we ain't went nowhere. Yeah, we ain't went nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) We still here. We still here all day long. Once again, you're tuned into The Fix. (laughs) And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Listen, we're going to go to a music break and we're going to be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And Fix is in. What's good, family? You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Listen, and I'm joined by three rhyme spitters. I, I just seen them perform, and, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I was I was like, all right, I ain't familiar with them, but, you know, they, they, they out there doing their thing. K.O., Lasby, and Benji. Benji Cinco. Listen, welcome, man. How y'all doing? Man, I'm feeling like a million bugs, man. Huh? You just performed? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How was, how was it out there performing? Man, the crowd was dope, the energy, and you know God is always going to do what he does, man. Mm-hmm. So God showed up and showed out. Yes, sir. A true blessing, man. Yeah. Benji, can you speak about the importance of having events like this where mm-hmm. you have all genres of the gospel being performed today. You got CCM, Christian hip hop, you got dubstep. Talk yeah. about the importance of coming together like this. Um man, it's it's so great first of all having these type of events to to, to bring in the loss because you know there's some loss in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to to um, to share our gifts with those people and to share our messages with those people in a different way, in a way that they would actually relate to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's always a blessing to be able to do. So I that's to me, that's super important to be able to have these type of uh, events, even if, if not for the music, for the fellowship. Mm-hmm. Big, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be able to share these these type of moments with people, man, it's, it's, it's really big. No, I agree. And I think we need to have more of these and we need to come together more. Razzy, can you share a little bit maybe of your faith story, man? Maybe how you developed your relationship with Christ mm-hmm. and people? I knew, 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 I there's a lot of sinful stuff going on, you know what I mean? There's a lot of, there's, there's, the enemy is definitely behind a lot of the culture right now, hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. And um, back before I was Christian, when I was in the secular world, I was trying to do that type of music as well. And uh, I ended up having a spiritual attack, man, on my mm-hmm. life. And um, my, my house was like haunted for like three days. Really? Um, yeah, man. Um, stuff was moving around in my crib. And man, I was terrified, man, man. Um, you know, I talked to my, my girlfriend, who's my wife now. Uh, her uncle has a church, and we was, she said, hey, you need to go to church as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And you need to, you know, get this fixed. So I went to church, man. I got delivered, man. And I'm telling you, it was real. Um, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, you know, poured his life into me, man. All of the bad went out, man. And I've been um, rocking Christ ever since. Let's go. No, that's, that's powerful. Uh, KO, man, speak to the importance of submission. Because I think Ooh. even though you had that experience, yeah. Raz, that didn't mean you really had to do it. I'm just being honest because we yeah. know a lot of people, they're, they're called to this. Mm-hmm. They they get the revelation, but they don't submit to it. So speak mm-hmm. to the importance mm-hmm. of submission. Man, a lot of times when you're hard-headed, we, we want to do what we want to do, right? Or we want God to bless us, but we want God to bless us in a way that we want mm-hmm. him to bless us. To, to submit is when you truly allow God to move freely in your life. And until you do that, you're not going to get what God has for you. I was trying to do it on my own. I'm trying mm-hmm. to rap for the girls, rap for the world. Mm-hmm. When I tell you literally, brother, I just started going all the way in for Christ Amen. probably six months ago, man. Got a record deal like that. Mm-hmm. And 
when I was right before the world, I've been doing this for years and years and years, and nothing would never come. But as soon as I really gave God that glory and submitted, brother, that's when life started changing. So talk about that, man. Talk about the record deal, man, and, and the importance of that, because I know a lot of independent artists don't think they need to have the record label mm -hmm. anymore because they feel like it can go viral, TikTok, YouTube, yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. Talk about the importance Everybody's of that. Everybody's situation different. You know, different. I'm going to say it quick. Everybody's situation uh, is different. If you indie and you booming, then do it. On my end, man, I was doing everything myself, shooting videos myself. I was daggone recording myself, mixing myself. Weird. And sometimes you just like, yo, when you got somebody that believe in you, it's like, yo, we're going to help you. Amen. Man, I know it was nobody but God. He found me on an Instagram live when I was playing music. It was four people in the room. Mm. One of the four people was the CEO of the label. Yeah. And you can't tell me that God ain't real. We wasn't even friends on Facebook. I don't know how he got it alive, brother. God's God, you know. Yeah, That's amazing, Razzy. Talk about your creative process, man. When you go in the studio, man. Man, I, man, me, like me, I'm super melodic, man. I love. I used to, I actually used to engineer, man. I used to be an assistant engineer at Circle House, a big, a big studio in Miami. Um, so I have a lot of knowledge when it comes to like engineering and stuff like that. So now, when I'm thinking of this creative process, I'm thinking about sounds. I'm thinking about delays. I'm thinking about different effects, flangers, and all of this stuff. And I love building like a really great sound. I'm really melodic too, so I'm really into the music theory and all of that too as well. Bro, that boy got excited. <laughs> you see, you, you get excited. Keep <laughs> <laughs> me all day. <laughs> Did you talk about your creative process, man, when you go in the studio? See, what does it look like? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hip hop head, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's all about delivery with me. Uh, I like to switch my flow up a lot. Mm -hmm. I like to, um, I like to tell stories. I like to, um, you know, not only talk about stuff that I like, but I, I like to talk about stuff that people can actually relate to. Mm -hmm. um, for the longest, man, I did not want to ride a certain wave um and i still don't want to ride the wave but it's just like you know certain things you kind of have to do in order to uh get certain type of recognition but i decided especially when i uh i started off doing gospel rap but then i went back to secular and now i'm just like all right cool i want to do this all for god you know what i'm saying so um when i when i when i, when I do it i just i i put my flavor on it you know what I'm saying? And I, 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 I do it the way I do what God, I say what God wants me to say. I keep it going. Um, I just, you know. <laughs> just keep it foggy, huh? I just, I, just, I just do my thing, man. Okay. I, just, I just do my thing. Uh, it, it's really however the mood hits me, depending on the day. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's all different, to be honest with you. K.O., okay, how, how did you guys meet? Man, crazy. I've been with my brother for like years and years okay. and years, man. This guy right here? Man, we met on Instagram. Man, on Instagram. Now, you know, so many times people were like, yeah. Like, but see, what's crazy, though? So me and Razzy started following each other, mm -hmm. and we just started talking back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then before we even talked about music, we had to talk about God. Amen. We on the phone having Bible study. We talking, I was almost getting in trouble at work talking to Razzy <laughs> on the phone about God, man. Amen. So when Amen. we just met, it was like, it was, I feel like I know this dude my whole life, man. Much, man. And, you know, I just want to say real quick, when, when, when you have Christ... And crisis in the mix, man. There's no other worry because exactly. my wife didn't know this man. Yep. I didn't know this man. I didn't know him. But we met. We got this Airbnb, and it's been nothing but fellowship. I met this man yesterday. Nothing but fellowship since. So wow, brothers for life. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, been a brother to me for like as long as I can remember. We yeah. at an event with about ten years ago. Yeah. And and, and I, that's when I was doing gospel rap back then. It was Christian hip hop back then. 
And then over the years, man, we we, we reconnected like three, four years yeah, ago. That's my dog, man. Iron sharp as iron, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's my brother ever since, man. Yeah, so talk about your music, KO, man. Um, I know you know you you have a specific sound. Talk about your sound and your creative process. So look, I was influenced by Buster Rhymes, okay, and I love how Buster was just always having fun. You know what I'm saying? So I try to put my own swag to that. But you know, some people rapping, they don't even sound like they want to be there. Come on, you know that. So it's like I try to make sure that I glorify God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. But it's so many people that think that being a Christian is lame yeah, and it's yeah, corny. Yeah. I done had so much fun since I've been saved. So I make sure that when you hear my music, you hear the joy and the peace and the freedom Amen. that Christ Amen. gives you. And you hear that through the music, dog. So give me one of your songs. This, this is the fun part. Break down a bar. Give me one of your songs. Give me, give me eight bars. Give me eight bars from a song. And talk to me about what the meaning of those eight bars is. So give Turn me that. that sweater for the cold weather. I write my raps in all caps. These are bold letters. Never had a Lincoln, but God is my navigator. Check the data, because the devil only wants to annihilate you. Used to hit that club and hit that percolator. Watch out for me. I know God, my father. I ain't called him more. I studied the word so that I can get a grip. Mama gave me a Bible that was thicker than cold grits. Never had a link and God is my navigator, man. I just try to make sure that wherever I'm doing, wherever I'm going, that my steps are ordered. Man, when I tell you, I tried so hard and for so long doing things my way, I was getting my butt whooped. Mm -hmm. And a lot of y'all are running from God and you're getting your butt whooped. Right? <laughs> you can't figure out why. It's like, you gotta submit Amen. and let Amen. God's will for your life take control. You will have so much peace and freedom. And that's what that song's about, man. What's the name of that song? Ops. Ops. Razzy, you up bar for bar. Ooh, give, okay. give me eight. Mm. And give me the meaning of it. And the name of it. Let's go. Let's go. Give me the name of the song first. Then give me the eight. And uh, then give me the meaning. Might as well do. Uh, uh, let me see which one we're going to do. We'll do. We'll do Holy Gear. So God told me to go in. Watch the blessings pull in. Hit you with the scripture. What else you think I'm toe in? Wake me up like Lazarus. Hold me up like ladders. Them demons couldn't catch us. They all move in slow motion. My team is all with us and everyone with us. Ain't nobody running away. Go! Ain't no fans when playing with you. Not the same Christians you done seen. We, we came from the trenches of the dirt. We was filthy. Now look at Da Vinci, a masterpiece. My God done had me with pressure and time and I came out of diamond. It had to be. Right there. So you feel me? There was, man, there's a lot going in there. So, you know, like, uh, God told me to go in, you know, I've been spiritually called. Um, and, and then once you, once you, once you let God let, work in your life, then all of those blessings that you've been waiting for this whole time is going to flow in. Mm -hmm. And the only weapon that I have is Christ. So I don't, so, so like, yeah, you know, we all have a duty to protect ourselves, but I put my trust in the Lord first. Yes, you know what I mean? And wake me up like Lazarus, hold me up like Lazarus. He rose, he, just like, just like he rose Lazarus, he rose me from the grave. We came out of our grave clothes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, and we Christian, but we ain't soft, you know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> we come on. We ain't soft. Yeah, I love my Savior, don't put your hands yeah, on me. Yeah, man, we came, we came from the tr trenches, man, but you know, like, God, he's refining us, man. So just like we came from the dirt, diamonds are in the dirt, they're in the sediment, and they need to be refined. It takes years and years of pressure to really make that diamond, and that's what we are in God's eyes. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Benji, you up? Come on, give me eight bars. What's the name of the song? Oh, uh, so it's a spoken word piece called Benjamin Generation. Okay. So, Benjamin Generation, the curse stops here. Speaking to every mountain without no fear, yo, I say you with my chest, so I'll make sure I'm clear. I'm focused on the cross like a frat. I'm near, so I don't seem five times higher. Establishing is great, so I'm five times flyer. I sit down, get five times your serving, eat it all up. I'm smaller, I'm binging. Five times at all, bruh. Grace. 
So my name is Benji Cinco. Um, is um, the story of Joseph, how he was sold to slavery, um, went to prison. Uh, you know, he had a whole lot of stuff going on, but at the same time, he kept a cool attitude. And of course, there's more to it. But um, a lot of times in my situations, it's hard to see the other side. You yes, know what I'm saying? Lord. But Lord. I try to keep it positive because when he when he got out of everything, he became king. When he became king, his brothers came to him looking, uh, asking for food. They didn't know it was him, but he knew it was them. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So one of them slipped up and told him about the baby brother, Benjamin, the last generation, us. You know what I'm saying? Um, when he when he came to when he when they brought him Benjamin, they got hooked up with everything. And that, and that piece, I say, um, uh, no hook up, no hook up, and find around. So go and tell your friends that they come and come now. And that's Benji Cinco. Um, when they brought him Benjamin, they got hooked up with everything: jewelry, food. You know what I'm saying? Money, all that. Um, so, but when they sat down, they noticed Benjamin was getting five times more of everything. Five in Hebrew is the number of God's grace. Of grace. Mm-hmm. That's why I say you put your fives in the air. We under grace. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's fire, Benjamin. Oh, uh, when I say I'm focused on the cross like a frat, mm-hmm. you know how the the goal is to cross. Mm. Woo! Mm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you gotta turn that down. Like hell too loud. Why did he get that? I got it now. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Benji, what, what has this what has this pandemic taught you? Um, I've gotten to know myself. Um, I did not like myself for a long time, um, and that was a lot of guilt that was built up from uh, situations that I did not deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, but this pandemic has allowed me to not only be by myself, but stay by myself mm-hmm. um it, it's allowed me to accept to be people um let people love me allow people to love me allow people to you know be there for me um it it's it's teaching me to get rid of my pride it's getting it's, it's teaching me to open up more but also be careful and learn how to discern those moments so it's 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 teaching me to um be able to it's, it's teaching me to get to know myself the things that i love and things that i don't Rizzy, if you could change one thing in the music industry, what would it be? Um, if I could change one thing, man, now you proof. There's a lot of things I would change. <laughs> you get one. I get one, man. Yeah. I, I would, I would change the the narrative that we have to destroy each other and kill each other mm. to sell records because I hate that, man. Um, that's what that's what I was, and I could have been destroyed, man. But God had a different plan for me, and I want to share that message through my music as well. Mm. Ko, if you could pick uh, two artists, dead or alive, any genre to start a group, your group. What two artists would it be? Mm-hmm. Buzzer Rhymes? <laughs> Lecrae. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. Because Buster Rhymes mm-hmm. would be any- You say anybody, okay? So yeah. like, yeah, no, I mean, no, just Buster with that But Lecrae was the first one, of course, like a lot of people that I heard Doing Christian rap, yeah, he, he, and I remember, y'all remember when he had the Gangster Grills? Yeah, and I was like, yo, you ain't gotta rap about this foolishness that you're talking about. Right. Like, yeah. like loving Christ is cool. So, man, if I had them two rap, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. I don't so know how it or, 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 nah, nah, like, woo-ha! Yeah, that's the that's the 
KO, man. Tell the people, man, how they can uh, follow you on all your social media platforms, stream all your good music. All right, it's KO Bracey on everything. So KO like mayo with a K. And brace it like an ankle brace, but you put a Y at the end. KO Bracey on all platforms, man. Y'all holler at me, man. I respond, man. I talk to people, you know. Yeah, man, you can find me on Instagram, man. R A Z Z I E D I H. That stands for Better in Heaven. Better in Heaven, that's what that stands for, right? You can find me uh, on TikTok. Did you just make that up? <laughs> I feel like that was off the cuff. No, uh, you, you can find me on TikTok uh, at The Real Razzy, spelled just like that. Uh, you can find me on all social, plat- all social media platforms at B E N G Y. C I N C O, the G is for grace. Last question for y'all. What's next for y'all? Ooh. Come on. Whatever God got for me. Amen. I got got an album dropping soon. Me and Razzy got a record dropping on the 15th. I got another record dropping on the 22nd. So, man. Whatever God got for me, man, we ride. I ain't All riding, right. man. I'm riding. We, we gonna see a group, a group project one day. Hey, I, love I, I, I feel like I feel, I feel like the energy right here. That this is this at least at least six soft a little. You know, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, just to get cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or or bring back the mixtape. I heard the gangsta grill type yeah. situation, man. man we was in the Airbnb last night cooking up a record, man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Appreciate y'all rocking with us today, man. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. You know. The fix is in. Stay next. You tune back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Happy Wednesday, kings and queens. Uh, we're praying. Uh, if you're getting up, uh, you're getting ready to have a productive day. If you're getting ready for work, you're going to have a productive day too, as well. Listen, go out and be great today, kings and queens. Uh, let's continue to uh, show the love of Christ each and every day, and let's continue. Uh, to just be an example. Uh, we know it's a day-to-day fight, a day-to-day struggle, but let's let's try to get better each and every day. Mm-hmm. Rocking with your boy, DJ Focus. Mm-hmm. And your girl, Dice Gamble. So, Dice, uh, you know, it's time for that Real Talk conversation. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I, 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 I threw the lob to you, and she was like, I, you know what? I, I, I appreciate Dice, because you know what? I, I, can, I can bring up any topic with her, come on, come and she'd be like, let's do it. Like, yeah. she's always like, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> let's go, man. Let's so go. What are, we, what are we talking about today, Dice? Uh, well, we are, um, <laughs> we talking about some things. It's probably going to make a few folks uncomfortable. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the church, obviously. And we're going to talk about Pride Month. What that looks like to both of us. Do they even go together? You know, like, are they supportive of each other? You know, are they not supportive of each other? What's really going on? And, or what do we think should be going on? So we just we just here and happy Pride Month. I wanted to make sure I do say that. Um, but we do need to have some conversations and discussions about uh, our lives together. We live our lives together, all of us. So we need to be in communique about where things stand, you know, on both sides of this. Obviously, this being a faith-based show, you know, obviously that's the that's the stance that we typically come from and trying to you know we kind of view through that lens so like i said if it's your first time being here like it is definitely no bias at all on this show but we do get to have these conversations together but yeah all right focus so no no i no i agree i, I think we, we actually do love you um and, and i think um this will be a conversation more specifically for uh, us as believers because uh-huh. to dice's point um we have a lot of believers who you know 
choose to walk this lifestyle, but also yeah. still believe that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior and that, mm-hmm. you know, they believe in biblical principles, but some of them uh, kind of don't give on this particular um topic just because they feel like what they're doing some of them feel this way mm-hmm. what they're doing is right and they're okay and, we, and i think we t- we, we got to talk about the whole grace situation too as well because i get that thrown at me too as well mm-hmm. you know uh you know we're covered under grace you know if god god came and lived and rose and it, you know, it doesn't matter you know all that so we'll we'll dive into yeah. that later because i know you got some thoughts on that so yeah. specifically dice when you first heard um <clears throat> about the the pride month what what kind of what what kind of came in your mind in your head of the uh I, I will I will say it is an agenda. I know some people don't want me to say that, but I feel like it's an agenda that they push to even get to this level. So what what what, what comes in your mind? Well, and I, I made this comment to you before I, I said uh I think it's the it's the church's fault that we are where we are. And the, and and yeah, that's I said it. I won't I can repeat it. I think it's and I'm the church, so this is me speaking like from a person who is a minister who you know we are called to love we're called to lead we are called to be all-inclusive we are called to teach the truth however i think that what happens and what has been happening is if you if you don't give me um your ear i have to cause attention to myself and my needs i have to i gotta do something i have Mm. the right i have the right to be heard so you have to, you got to give it to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, listen, we don't even have to make this up. People have not been listening to this community. That's a fact. And people have been like, yeah, okay, we know you exist, but you just get to exist. That's it. And and they just have had enough of that. Like, okay. For me, I'm like, we didn't even have to get to this point. We didn't even have to get to this point. But I mean, we're here now, though. So we already know this is nothing new concerning the church. We have we walked with this community. This community is in the Bible. You know, we live in this community. Like, so we're here now. So I, for me, I take all the emotions out of it. And I want to talk about needs and reasons. Like, and this is coming from somebody who's lived that lifestyle, you know, like fully in the life. In, we used to call it in the life. So that's how old I am. We wanted the kids. Like, you know, I had the wonderful experience of walking through the life, seeing what it was about and having the Lord pull me out so that I could speak my truth. For me, I think we get stuck on the sex. That's how I feel about it. LGBTQ plus people will tell you it's not just about sex. Some of it is trauma based. Some of it is I some of it is I wasn't accepted. Some of it is rebellious. Some of it is culture. I mean, and for those of you who you know somebody from Samoa, even in Samoan culture a fafa i don't have you heard of a fafa no yeah this it's like you know she's like a goddess or a spirit or whatever and even in that culture some people believe that 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 spirit will kind of like reincarnate itself or a family can nominate a, a guy in the family to be that you know a, a feminine more of a feminine spirit so typically what happens is there's usually not a girl in the uh, family so they'll pick a guy to do like all the feminine work, you know, quote unquote, you know, the the lady stuff. And so he's mm. treat he's treated as a girl. It doesn't mean he's gay. Doesn't mean he's, you know, asexual. It doesn't mean he's anything. It just he they they not they can nominate this male, young child, young boy, and he can be raised to be feminine. 
Now, if he if he picks to turn into, you know, something within the LGBTQ, you know, community, he can. But a lot of times these men are heterosexual, you know, but they they've taken on feminine qualities because they've been doing girl girly stuff the whole time so there's a lot of reasons why we have lgbtq community and that's what i don't like like people don't talk about that it's just always so y'all doing the most y'all so extra y'all out here you want everything you know what i'm saying you you're creating a lot of ruckus but there's a lot that is inside of that that they don't get to express or even talk about and um so i just kind of feel like the church and I, that's why I said the church this is how I kicked it off we never gave room for people to talk about this because we've always just shunned it it's like nope not over here you don't you know like and I'm not saying I did that I'm just saying everywhere you go that's typically the stance there are a lot of there are a lot of churches now that definitely are accepting of LGBTQ but um still there's the stigma there you and I both know it like it's it's just there and I say it's our fault that we did not talk about it and we didn't try to understand it because once you do that now I'm forcing everybody to go away so now everybody goes away and they create their own group and now there's this underlying I'm not saying you know anybody's angry but there's this little weird thing there now it's like well, I can't come over there because y'all know y'all not going to let me do nothing or be a part, you know, and I can sit here and I can call 250 people who have been rejected by a church because they know the lifestyle that they live outside of the church. But for me, I don't want to belabor this because I know we got some things to talk about. Like even me being in that life, I was rejected more than once, you know, by the church. And it was like, wow, you know, like when I'm serving you, you are good. But when I say I want to take this path, I'm not all good. You know what I mean? So it's like, thank God for those who still love me. They were in the church. They allowed me to um, work in the church. They allowed me to be delivered from my lifestyle. Like they allowed me to walk my path and let the Holy Ghost do the work. Like, and and that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, I don't think we do enough of that. Um, I can't really talk about how public feels about LGBTQ plus, but to me, I just have to think about like from a church standpoint, like I think we need to have some ownership in there where it's like, okay, yeah, we weren't accepting. Like, just be real. So no, I, I agree with you. And you said a lot. Thank you for sharing that. I, <laughs> I know it's a lot. No, 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 no. I'm just like, it's so, go ahead. The, the point that you made that was so important to me <clears> is I don't think, I think it was a lack of ignorance of not knowing how to address the issue. I, I think now in today's age, there are resources. We, yeah. There are enough like, but, but you're talking about, if we go back, we'd be real, yeah, you know, me and you back. a little seasoned, so we can go back. Yeah. If you go back to the late eighties, yeah. mid nine, early mid nineties, yeah. a yeah. lot of those conversations that I don't think they could be had because a lot of the pastors and even some of the church leaders didn't even know how to address it. Like, yeah. you know, majority of, well, I'll, I'll speak from my experience. Majority mm-hmm. of the pastors mm-hmm. here in Ohio, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. So mm-hmm. majority of pastors here, let's be real. Back then, there were not a, a lot of pastors who went to seminary, mm-hmm. who had doctor's degrees. Mm-hmm. These were just a lot, a lot of pastors I know were literally passing churches and working regular nine to fives. Like yeah. they were not getting, you know, the church was not able to uh, pay for the, him and his family to live and everything like you have now. Right, so right. I just think it was a lot of, okay, I don't know how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. I know God is not, you know, on board with this. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's get him out to church. Let's not deal with it. 
I no, think I agree. Right. It's the, it's, you know, and I say the ignorance or the lack of wanting to pursue understanding. Like, yes. I don't even want to try to understand this because all I know in my, my, in my mind, in my small mind is that it's, it's not natural. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here like, <laughs> there are a lot of things that are not natural. Like we were just talking about the fire fire. You know, and in the Samoan culture where, you know, a guy can be raised as a girl, where you also have uh, hermaphrodites, where they're born with two sexes and the parent gets to pick what they want their child to be. You know, like that's a whole nother conversation. So it's like some people have chosen this life, not because they're just they just want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot in there, you know, like I said, from from trauma, from rejection, from or or just not knowing you know um, everything molestation or just I was raised in a community that was very supportive of this or I've never felt feminine I've never felt masculine and if you don't have anybody to walk anybody through that then you end up with a lot of people who they're just finding the place that they fit in and so do you think from your <laughs> from your personal experience do you think this is more a taught behavior or is it just no, a, I mean some people just lean into it I mean some people they, we talk about this all the time. Like we had this community in the Bible. So obviously this, no has been going on, this has been going on forever. So I hate when people act brand new, like it just popped out in the last hundred years. It's like, this has been a challenge for the planet trying to understand what, you know, like, what is it? So I'm happy that people now are like, okay, there are a lot of people who choose this lifestyle and they want to have uh, all the rights and benefits that you have, you know, if they want to get married. They want to get married. If they want health benefits, they want health benefits. And I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you, like, until I actually met a friend of mine, you know, she was gay. She had a wife. She was like, I just want to be able to put her on my insurance. Like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I getting discriminated against? Because, you know, if we want to have a baby, we need to be able to go do checkups, you know, this, that, and the third. And so it was like, I, even I was like, yeah, that's not a hard thing to ask of anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? You, you know, who cares who you with? You know, like. I don't think any anything should have ever been held back like that. That's that's ridiculous. And trust me, you you know, but we married, so you know, marriage is tough. I'm like, okay, if you want to get married, go for that, because it is not a bed of roses. This is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. So I understand it from a let me have what you have. I just don't like when you think you need way more than a regular person for because you've chosen to be different. You know, we all get to pick what we want to do. But it's like, that doesn't mean I just got to go above and beyond. Even me being, like I said, walking through that lifestyle and not being in that lifestyle. We have a daughter. I'll never forget in Seattle, uh, I had to take Jada to the bathroom and we were downtown Seattle. And this is when we were changing the bathroom laws. And of course I take Jada. And at this time it's like a guy walks in the bathroom and her face was like freaked out. And I was like, yeah, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't where it's at. You know, like boys and girls use the bathroom at home, but it was like a bathroom with the different stalls and stuff. And it was just tough because we had to talk to her about it. You know, it's like, why I gotta go talk to my daughter about a guy coming in the bathroom when we in there? I want her to feel safe when she goes to the bathroom and she don't really understand everything yet. So it's just been a lot forced on us as a society and we get it. Everybody wants to feel how they want to feel, but there's got to be guidelines when we do the things we do. You, you got, you just got to the same way LGBTQ plus wants to be included in everything. 
like you know you got to talk through these things and, and make it make sense you know and make it be safe especially for kids I'm a, I'm a fan of kids and I want to protect you know when they get exposed to things on accident like they weren't even looking for it or expecting it and now I'm exposed to it I mean that that can cause trauma in a child right out the gate you know you send your five-year-old to the bathroom she come back oh, daddy it was a a big tall man in there you know what I'm saying he said hi to me now she's you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, sometimes we're not thinking. We're just like doing because we're trying to make everybody okay. So it's a lot into it for me. Like I said, us as the church, I wish we would have 50 years ago been more protective of LGBTQ plus. I, I wish, I wish because I have a feeling it would be very different right now. Like they would feel comfortable. They would feel safe. Not that the church has to go along with everything they want to do, but at least they would know that somebody's listening to me when I say, I can't get what I need. You know, I'm getting discriminated against. You know, I'm this. Like, they would at least have a a home where it's like, okay, well, how can we go over here and see what's happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody needs to be loved and protected. Jesus came here for all that. You and I both know it. I don't know. I just think we could have loved more. When we can still love more, you know. Okay. <laughs> You're too dead to the fix. Your source <laughs> of faith views. Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Listen, we already opened this conversation. We got to go to break, though. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Listen, you rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. We, we pray that you all are uh, on the ride to work, uh, having yeah. a safe trip in, or if you're getting ready to work. Yeah. Go out and be productive yeah. today. Listen, we're dead smack in the middle of this uh, real talk topic today. We're just talking a little bit about a Christian response to Pride Month. And listen, Dice, Dice says so much. I, I just want to kind of backtrack a little bit and, you know, just give a, another perspective on it. I think some something that's very problematic for me, Dice, and mm. this is just me speaking from my understanding uh, from a, a scripture and a biblical standpoint is this whole redefining what a marriage is. Okay. You said something um, about, you know, one of your friends just mm-hmm. wanting benefits yeah. for um, their mate that they have, right. been, you know, uh, years living with and just wanted to make sure yeah. when they passed on that they could yeah. leave, you know, yeah. their, their yeah. benefits and yeah. everything, life insurance, uh, any mm-hmm. type of investments, whatever it may be mm-hmm. to the person that's been there in their corner. Mm-hmm. My, my biggest thing is I just don't, I, I don't, I believe in the Bible. So I know a lot yeah. of people don't believe in everything in the Bible. I understand that some of it, yeah. you know what I'm saying, is, you know, questionable. I, I get that. Cause yes, mm-hmm. there's things I've questioned to as well and had to cross reference and had to go ask my pastor. Mm-hmm. I, you're going to have that, but I still yeah. believe the Bible still holds its value and it's true. And mm-hmm. I just do not see anywhere in the Bible where God changed his idea mm-hmm. of what a marriage and a union is. He clearly said marriage was for a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. To be fruitful and to multiply and to be a blessing to this earth. And for me, when the LGBT community wants to have the same rights mm-hmm. that I feel that God has blessed with me and my wife, the covenant he has blessed us with, I don't think that God wants them to have that same covenant. That's just my opinion. So to well, me, wait, stay you, right you, there. You, stay right there. Go they, ahead. Don't, they, it, they don't get it. I can only speak to that because I have been in a relationship with a woman been married to to my husband and it ain't the same like that that's what that's what i'm trying to say like but these are conversations that um churches don't have because there is a and let me let me let's take away the religion part 
Facts. Me as a woman, and I'll just be real, when I was with a woman, I had to take on the more masculine role, the more protective role, the more aggressive role. You know what I'm saying? Why? Like why? Because I, this I, I've is always been no, a, let, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Let me let me let me finish. So I'm, gonna there. I'm gonna get there. <laughs> because the way society is set up, and here's the thing, everybody doesn't do this, but this is it just usually falls like this. Even in you can ask anybody in this community. There it's very rare that you find somebody who is the same. They both the same. And then one of them doesn't take a lesser or less a stronger role or just a weaker role. It's just the way it is. You know, I, I don't know. It's just a partnership. Even in, even in a business, everybody's not going to be the same strength. The blessing is not the same. So if you ever felt as though they shouldn't be able to be married or do this because of the blessing, it ain't the bro. It's not the same. Like my husband has blessed me. In so many ways, like he has allowed me to see what it means to be a woman, to feel what it feels like to be a woman. And it's not like being with a woman at all. I don't care what instruments you go buy. You know what I'm saying? Or, or it's not it ain't the same. And even in the protective stance, it's different being protected by a man than it is some girl trying to protect you. I mean, I could see here, I could go down the list. Like, it ain't the same. The mantle ain't the same on him. It trickles down differently on me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, the honor system is different. Here's the thing. And I don't know if you got any friends, you know, or family in this, but, you know, our, our son, he's he goes back and forth with this. He be like, Mom, man, all the fights, man. Like, the stress level's different. We got the same aggression. So who's backing down? Nobody. Ain't nobody backing down. You know what I'm saying? Like in a, in a male female relationship, there's a different, you know, twist there. But when you're the same, bro, it gets, it gets weird sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And if we're thinking the same, I don't even care if we're trying to be super spiritual. We might be hearing the same type of thing. But when you're a man and you're a woman and you're in prayer and you're focused on things in life, you hear different, you see different, you experience life differently. So you bring different things to the table. Your experience is different when you're man, woman. I don't care. Some people could be, I'm oh, relationships better. Maybe, maybe you think it is, but I'm just saying the original order, the natural order, if you've been born that way, because like I said, everybody hasn't been born just straight. Some people have, you know, where they have a, a couple sexes going on, you know what I'm saying? And some people have a chemical imbalance going on. Some people, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. I'm just talking about, I'm not talking about the exceptions. I'm talking about like the bulk of society. It ain't the same, bro. You might be thinking they're getting it, but they're not. Now, I can understand the frustration of them trying to redefine where the marriage is. I understand that. It's frustrating. But I will say this. It ain't the same. I don't know. No, no. That's the, the good. Bless, I think, the bless, I think the blessing, said a lot. The blessing's so different. I mean, and mm-hmm. you, you hear God differently because your husband hears That's good. from God from God differently. So when he brings you things, it comes differently to you it's, it's different the vibe is different a lot of times and i mean lgbtq plus a lot of you got you guys got great relationships and i'm not knocking that i'm just saying there is a huge difference when a man hears from god and shares that with his wife and i know that for a fact because i live it now so i'm not making that up oh, that's good so i'm curious to know have you had some opportunities what, what's the response back when you when you're able to talk to the community on this level or have you even had that opportunity Man, i've been talking about this forever like okay. i've never i've never not no been... I, I mean more i mean more like one and one like i don't know if you still you know maybe talk to some of the, the people that when you were living that lifestyle oh, yeah. well, were still, in that yeah. circle oh, okay 
I still got friends. I still have family. And, but they'll say, I love who I love. I love who I'm with. And here's the thing. We don't negate anybody's love. Like I, you can't say if somebody really loves somebody or they don't love somebody. I'm definitely not in that lifestyle. I'm like, man, a lot of things I thought was love. They weren't love. They were convenience. It was mm. ease. Yeah. Cause it, this is an easy relationship. Cause I don't have to think about anything. You know what I'm saying? Like this is my personal experience. Yeah. It's easy. You know, we think alike. We got the same problems every month. It's, I feel more connected. You know what I'm saying? So there was a lot that I got showing me like, yeah, your relationship, it was, it was what it was, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And so even this is why I said, I think the church needs to have, and I know there, I'm going to get some DMs, but we could have had a better um, accountability system or a better system in place to be more protective and listening. Like when people were like, yeah, you know, I love God. I'm here, but I feel this way. We could have we could have been done done better because then it's like, okay, well, now we put things in place to meet up each week and let's see why you feel that way. Yeah, no, let's talk about the truth. Like, that's what I don't like. And we need to do it in the church. This is my point. This that's what that's why I'm like, yeah, no, nah, we need to own this. Like, yes, I want people who are um familiar with uh this community, I want them in my church. I want them to have I want them to have a night at the church. I want them to have a service at my church. I want them to tell me what issues is going on in that community. I want that. I want it. You know, if we say we call to love everybody and to be there and to share God's love and the mission and purpose of Christ to everybody, shouldn't be no separation. So I, but I want to say it should be to speak the truth because what I think the thing here is LGBTQ plus, they don't need God. No, they need God too. Facts. So it's like, if you know that, (laughs) <laughs> then we need to be going a little bit harder to 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 give them that word. You know what I'm saying? To give them that love. And the Holy Ghost does what he does. I can't say this enough. Like, But people do know when you treat them lovingly or when you just pacify them, trying to pacify. People know. They see straight through that. Like, you know what I'm saying? There is discrimination. Let me just get to it. It's not nice. like no black or slaves from, let me be clear. It is not like the black struggle. It is not like that. Like it should never be compared to that. But it is a struggle and there is discrimination. And there are people who are afraid. I don't want you in my church because you might turn my whole church gay. I told you that. I got I couldn't even join a church. Nah, because we don't have your kind up in here. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay, what does that mean? What does that even mean? You know what I'm saying? You you're judging me. And we don't know what God is doing in a person's life. So it shouldn't matter if they come to us gay straight. You know, whatever. It shouldn't matter. It's like, but there has to be guidelines and rules. And you have to be like, okay, well, if you're here to learn more of God, amen. But don't be sitting here thinking we're going to entertain everything you want to do. Because that's not that's not who God is. We don't even get to do that as heterosexual. Facts. So, my rant. I'm done. No, listen. I'm you done, bro. Some gems on that one. I'm done. And let me say, too, as well, you, you said something towards the end that really... um Real, I had to change in this area. So mm. I would say about five years ago, I was really, really dogmatic about when I would see a, a man in public and he would be dressed like a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like that. I, and this was just my personal opinion. I felt like, all right, one, especially a black man. I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we have so many hurdles we have to climb as a black man by mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. So then to see when I saw a, a, a black man dressed up as a woman, I would snap. I would snap to, to the fact sometimes my wife would have to tell me, chill out. 
Because I would want to go up to him and say, brother, you know, you, you're more than that. Why you why you dress like this? And why you walking around so flamboyant trying to make somebody believe that you're something that you're not? And I, I and I think to your point, not being able to have a conversation with him to hear his heart, mm-hmm. to hear his journey, mm-hmm. to hear what what got him to this place. Because mm-hmm. to your point, you're right. I think mm-hmm. the church and I represent the church, too, as well, has mm-hmm. done a, a horrible job of being able to have a conversation with somebody who maybe struggles in this area just to even understand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened uh, in the, you know, the eighties and the nineties, a lot of the the churches just turned people away and even early two thousands yeah. turned people away because they didn't understand it. They were not invested in even learning how to understand it or having these conversations or reading some books or mm-hmm. going to get, uh, I, I don't know. Are there, are there like, is there certain things like therapists in this specific uh, this for this specific thing. Oh yeah, for sure. For okay, sure. okay. So yeah, but but I'm saying were they were they around in the 90s? No. Like you no. see what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Well, that's why that's what I said, man. Like good grief. The reason why I brought it up and I came out the gate with like I think the church could have done a, a better job with welcoming is because I think we recognized who was you know LGBTQ plus. In the church before anybody does everybody Thanks. know the choir director somebody in the in oh, the choir or playing the instrument don't do that don't do that Dice. everybody <laughs> we already knew we already yeah. we already knew so that it was tambor- like that tambourine movement hey, is just a little bit too much look that wrist good it's real <laughs> yeah, so it's real. like we we knew we knew we knew who displayed this trait or who here's the thing and we even knew when people would just look like they were you know straight and they weren't because people just talk in the church like we've been knowing this so it's like if we knew first we should own it and i know somebody to take my words and stretch them but i think every church now is thinking like yeah we should have been done had um so just allow people to come and share their heart we share our gospel we share the love we become very welcoming and hear people out because that's the only reason that is the only reason why the turn up is real right now because here's the thing think about this how long have we always seen a uh, girl on girl action on screen? Forever. So don't Forever. sit up here and act like y'all ain't never seen awesome. two of the awesome. same uh, sex together. Yeah. So don't don't play me like that. This thing y'all been done promote you promote it when it makes you money. But when yeah. I say I when I say I want to have a life, oh now it's a problem. So I'm like we have to own the things we've allowed, and that's all I'm trying to say. And but we still got the focus. Like I said, the, the mission is Christ preaching and teaching and loving on folk but you got to get close enough to people to even love them and 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 teach you know what i'm saying and i promise you some people don't even want to be in the life you know but they done did it so long they don't know nothing else to do they got a whole community you know what i'm saying so it's like where am i gonna go i don't how do i even start over if i want to like that's a class we need to have at every church how do i start over if i if if I want to. Maybe I sign up for that class uh, this Sunday. You know what I'm saying? And I come to it. And if I feel like the Lord is nudging me, then I stay and I come back next week. But if I feel like this ain't the church for me, then I leave. Like, but you got to give people room to to be there in the way they are. You know what I'm saying? And relationships are really tough sometimes in this community. So cause it's not just sex, finances, you know, uh, relationships, anxiety, depression. Who do you think be struggling more? people who are different people who regardless if they pick it or not it's the fact every single day i wake up i feel i'm different do you know what kind of stress that brings you oh, know man. 
I, I want to publicly say, I don't think I've ever said this, but I definitely want to publicly say uh, that uh, if I've ever offended anybody, uh, oh. specifically males. No, seriously, because like I say, Dice, I used to be a lot critical about five or four years ago of this, especially with black males and just seeing them. If I've ever said anything that was offensive to you, please mm-hmm. forgive me. Mm-hmm. That Once again, that was lack of ignorance of, uh, mm-hmm. of not knowing mm-hmm. how to come up to you and have a, a proper conversation. Even if we agree, we disagree. Mm-hmm. I still owe you the respect and love to talk to you mm-hmm. genuinely with love, the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, know that I was uh, five or six years ago, I was definitely yeah. nowhere near on the spiritual level that I am now of understanding yeah. how to show love to as well. I was just looking at the representation of a black man should be strong, should be solid, should lead the household. And mm-hmm. anyway, that was just, that's just where I was at. So I would cringe mm-hmm. every time I would see a representation that didn't look strong to me, didn't look mm-hmm. like you were, you know, taking care of the household yeah. and could deal with America, mm-hmm. corporate America mm-hmm. as a black man. So yeah, forgive me. I, I know I've said some things out of pocket, but like I say, I am literally apologizing right now. And when you talk about the whole perversion of sex, Mm-hmm. That's another conversation that the church did not have mm-hmm. um, earlier on. Like once again, me and Dice are a little mature, mm-hmm. uh, it, it up in age a little bit. So mm-hmm. I always reference the nineties because I was not able to have sex conversations in the nineties with mm-hmm. anybody. I didn't have a youth pastor that mm-hmm. I could go to when I say, "Listen, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about you know having some relations with this girl. Is yeah. this is, will this be beneficial to me?" Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't know about soul ties till I was like 28 years old. Like mm-hmm. no one ever talked to me about that. So to mm-hmm. your point, you're right. Yeah. Uh, because of the lack of knowledge of the church leaders, because yeah. for whatever reason, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff I got myself into. I hold myself accountable yeah. too because I still yeah. chose to do it. Don't get it of twisted. Course. I don't blame nobody. Yeah. But if I could have probably had some of these conversations earlier, yeah, in a safe, in a safe, where, where in, a safe in a safe space. Right. That's that. You know what I mean? Like that's key. Like so it's it's the love and that's how you continue to keep a relationship because one of the things we learned is as soon as you try not to have a relationship with your friends or family that are different than you you lose them it ain't worth it god can do anything change anybody i'm a witness my whole life changed you know what i'm saying my family they prayed they prayed they prayed you know what i'm saying and the lord is faithful so yes he is that's it Listen, you tuned into the fix. Uh, <laughs> DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We got to go to break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. You tuned back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, mm-hmm. channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And listen, listen. this is the saddest, saddest, saddest part of the show. Super sad. <sighs> Dice and I got to leave you, but we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today. And listen, for sure, for sure. Uh, we don't have part two <laughs> of this conversation um, that okay. uh, Dice and I had today on a Christian response to uh, Pride Month. Um, yeah. It was it was too much left on the table. We got to definitely uh, <laughs> talk a little bit more about it Thursday morning. So definitely yeah. tap in yeah. Thursday morning for part two of this conversation and yeah. share, share, share. Tell somebody yeah, share, share, share. to tune in 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. every day, but definitely for tomorrow for part two of this conversation. Yeah. Um, and definitely DM us. Definitely DM us on social media. Of, of course, follow us on everything mm-hmm. at The Fix Radio Show. Mm-hmm. That's D-A-F-I-X-X Radio Show on all platforms, TikTok, IG, Facebook. Yeah. We we everywhere, you know. Yeah. So definitely follow right. us and definitely join this conversation. You know, Come if some uh, Dice R said today that, you know, you, you got questions about, listen, we're going to check the DM tonight. Yeah. So if it's a question we got to address tomorrow, we will address the questions. Woo. 
it's good stuff. That's why I love this show. You know, shout out definitely the Holy Culture, definitely the Sirius XM Channel 154 um, for allowing us to have real talk. And obviously the fix, you, you know, come on, man. You've been doing it for a while, chatting with people, focus. And now you chat with me and I know I stress you out. But um, I appreciate <laughs> no I appreciate you, bro. Like just letting me definitely speak from my experience. I think that's what I appreciate about this vibe is like, y'all ain't never gonna hear anything from me that i don't know about like i will have had to walk through that or have experienced it myself for me to give my two cents and guess what we can agree to disagree i know it's hard no it's yeah. good it's, it's all good <laughs> I, I appreciate you sis listen yeah. like like i said uh, this show is built to uh, provoke change yeah and uh don't get it twisted we're not perfect we ain't got it all figured no. out we make mistakes we'll sure. come back if we got to come back and recant a, ch- a statement we said we'll come back yeah. yeah, we ain't got a problem uh, uh, holding up to it, but you know we're gonna speak from our truth from where we are today. For sure, for sure. <laughs> we don't know what God might do, you know. Tomorrow, you never know. You never know. You never yeah, know. So we're growing every day in this word, just like you are too, yeah, as well. For sure. And for the non-believers listening to us, listen, we we come from a love perspective. Oh, yeah. This is uh, the foundation that we have built in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and this is what mm-hmm. He showed us up until today. So we right. we mean no harm to you. We we got nothing but love for you. Yeah. And like I said, we can agree to disagree. That's Right. Listen, what, what was your thoughts on uh, the interview? I got a chance to sit down with uh, Razzy K.O. and uh, Benji Chico. First of all, these guys are amazing. I think what stood out to me the most is that they all did secular music at one point. One of the guys was talking about how COVID affected him and how he realized he didn't like himself. And that mm. there were some there were some things he had to change. So I love that self-reflective uh, part of COVID. Like a lot of people kind of lost it during COVID, but some people dove in and was like, let me see what... I can uh, work on within myself since I can't go be around other people. So I love that part. And the fact that they're on fire for God and they making heat and they spitting bars like and they're working together. You know, that's what I thought. What do you think? Listen, listen, I thought it was a, a I thought so. I agree. I think these are three young men who are on fire for God. Mm-hmm. I think they're sharing their perspective, a fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. I always talk about these, the, the, the young believer now. Yeah. Uh, Cause I always remember back when I, when I was their age, when I was mm-hmm. their age, I was nowhere near no. on fire like for God like they are. So I'm always just amazed when I get a chance to see young adults on fire for God mm-hmm. and sacrificing a gift that they probably could do mainstream and get paid a lot more money yeah. than they're getting paid for now doing it for God. So for sure. For listen, sure. I, I, listen, listen, shouts out to all three of them, Razzy KO, uh, and, uh, also Benji Chico. Definitely go follow them on all their social media platforms, stream all their music, run all mm-hmm. their music up. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. Th- th- this three brothers solid and, uh, can't wait to get them back on the show. I definitely are uh, going to reach out to them as they finish up their uh, solo projects and they're not a group. That's the beautiful thing about it. I got a chance to sit down with all three right. of them. They're not a group. Right. They're just a brotherhood. And they right. talked about that in the interview, how they just became brothers and they just like to bounce ideas off each other. They do music somewhat together, but yeah. they're not a group. So I thought yeah. that was amazing too. Cause we talk about the, the lack of unity with yeah. the CHH and for three brothers who don't know each other, mm-hmm. didn't grow up together mm-hmm. and to be able to connect and mm-hmm. start building a brotherhood from mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's powerful. And that shows you what God to do. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Listen, like I said, tap in with us and catch this way with us tomorrow. We will be having part two of a Christian's response to Pride Month tomorrow. So yeah. tell somebody, like, share, mm. comment, all that mm. good stuff. Uh, listen, don't touch that dial either. I keep telling y'all, when we go off, keep it locked. 
Yeah. Stop playing. Our, our sister Rainy Day is coming up. <laughs> we got Trig coming up. Uh, yeah. At 10 with CoreLink Solutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our brother What It Be's like at 2 p.m. And we got Wado Radio later tonight at 6 p.m. Keep yeah. it locked on Sirius XM Channel 154 all day. Oh, this is the new culture. This is the new way of living. <laughs> Stop oh, playing. We got playing. a dream team here. Stop playing with us. You know that's and that was humble too. I said that humble. You Urgh. did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, number love to good. y'all. Y'all enjoy y'all Wednesday until we meet again tomorrow on Thursday. Yeah. Remember yeah. to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.